the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. Once again, we're at full strength. We're your hosts. I am JD, and I got a new cat today. Yay! I'm, I'm Jake, and I'm just selling fans that mouth off and shouldn't be saying things they are saying. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. And I'm Shane, I guess, because nobody else wants to fucking go. We do this every fucking week. I mean, it's just a fucking. Before you, go, before you go any further, I'm T.Y. Um, I have nothing good to say, uh, and it's probably best that we keep it that way. And I'm Will, and I think I might be cursed because as of this morning, Dilf Boy Daltano follows me after I tweeted about the Necro Butcher match. Yeah, that was like fucking 10 minutes of my life I couldn't get back. Thank you, Will, yeah, for that. Why did no, you send that, that to me? That shit was amazing. Was it? The MAGA yes. Butcher? Mag- the entrance alone was already one of the most surreal things I've ever fucking seen in wrestling. Fuck but him shit. just beating his ass, breaking his jaw, him trying to run away, and then them dragging him back twice. Are we, are we not going to talk about the random other fucking dude that just fucking popped up and just start fucking beat yeah, the fuck out of him? What the fuck him? was that? Yeah. So I think, I think that was supposed to be dilf boy's friends but the way that necro butcher just fucking slept him too hey it was maga butcher oh yeah sorry the maga butcher the maga butcher just give yourselves lucky though that he only took 10 minutes of your fucking lives away he took 45 of mine away making me watch fucking osprey versus kenny omega you oh, chose, chose to do that. No, I didn't willingly want to watch Omega. It was just part of the fucking homework. <laughs> what are you talking about? That got 6.25 stars, man. It also man. got 6.25 fucking Z's out of Katie. Katie she fell asleep the greatest there. wrestling matches in history, if you look at yeah. his fucking interview. Yeah, well, it was a six-star match, but it was a fucking six-Z match from Katie because she fell asleep during it. It was that exciting. Walter was not on that card, so I don't believe it to be a 6.25 star yeah. match. The best match on the card was the junior heavyweight four-way fight me. Master Watto for life. Will will agree. Yeah, Master Watto's our boy. It's a I little preview. Have, I don't have fucking ten hours to watch Wrestle Kingdom, all right? It was five. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't have five hours to watch Wrestle Kingdom. I don't have five hours. I barely I got barely enough did. time to watch wrestling I have to watch this week. I'm honestly dreading WrestleMania season. Oh, God. Is it two days that again? Is, yeah, it's yep. two days again, and there's also NXT. Yeah, but fucking two days is broken up over time is easier than fucking five straight hours. But it's still six hours of wrestling per day. Tell I don't see how those masochists go down for WrestleMania weekend and watch six days of fucking wrestling. Will? Me? You know, I went... I went to WrestleMania. I went to WrestleMania 24 in Orlando, and uh, it was one day. And that was the most exhausting day. It was an amazing day, but it was exhausting. I can't imagine going to WrestleMania weekend nowadays and trying to go to everything. You know nothing of exhaustion, young JD. Young you don't JD. know that going to the collective all goddamn day every day and then you leave the collective to go to mania and then leave mania to go back to the collective you also have a little assistance william uh not this or i guess now last year i was solo dolo and that's that's not the assistance i was talking about (laughs) yeah it makes it more fun You guys got to get him to tell you that story, by the way, the one, the one I'm specifically thinking of where he was uh, he was having a time because of some pre-show activity he had. And then midway through the show, he was just like, oh, <laughs> super card. Well, that's all rough. That's always fun. I just don't know if that's if we should be putting that out. You know what was rough? 
watching fucking Top Dollar versus fucking Ricochet. That was rough. No, oh, we're getting to that. Is what you fuckers are subjecting me to in the second half of this fucking episode. That's oh, shut the fuck up. Quit whining. Fucking you guys have booked me as the heel on this show. God damn it, I have to. I just throw it up. In knowledge. I'll throw that up. Yeah. I'll throw this up. You're just in a bitter-ass mood. Is it because you shaved your fucking face and you look like you're fucking 12? Ooh. Yeah, well, I had to kind of shave my face. Oh, is that why you're hiding in the shadows there, Batman? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Couldn't tell him uh, what Bruce Wayne. Let's uh, let's talk about throwing up those ones, because that's what opened up Raw this week, uh, was the bloodline laying waste to Raw and saying this was a message for everyone in the back. So we're doing John Cena, Randy Orton versus the Raw roster. Basically, yeah. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's been good storytelling with this, uh, and it feels like it's starting to the storytelling starting to quicken. So I feel like we're getting closer to the turn, especially after the loss with uh, Roman and Sammy against Cena and uh, Kevin Owens. And I mean, we'll talk about more about the, that those developments on SmackDown later. But uh this was like a pretty cool cool open to Raw. Yeah. Uh, it was a uh, it was way cooler than the normal just here's a fucking brawl happening in the parking lot or fireworks going off. Uh, also had that women's title match on Raw between Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss. I want to call out real quick though the uh the scary movie spot they did. The greatest. That was and great. That was hilarious. And I didn't catch it watching it live. It was like two days later, I think one of you guys sent a message and I was like, ah, that's fantastic. Yeah, Shane. It's like that is fantastic. Um match of this match, you got the uh the Alexa Bliss Hill turn we all knew was coming at some point. I honestly thought she was already healed. <laughs> yeah, so, fantastic um, booking. So, what was great about this was WWE's thinking, which I know had to be, hey, we'll turn Alexa heel in Tennessee, because that'll piss off the crowd, since they love Bianca. And then the crowd turned heel right after Alexa did. Hey, leave it to Tennessee crowd. (laughs) Uh, I still think the greatest thing that happened this week was the whole, and I hate Charlotte, but the whole whoop that trick thing in Memphis, with the <laughs> hustle and flow thing was great. So, I got a question for you guys about Alexa Bliss. What okay. if, after all this stuff Alexa's going through, uh, with the, you know, Bray Wyatt teases and everything, Bray Wyatt comes out in an interview next week and he's like, "Look, I got nothing to do with it. I don't know what's going on." I have no idea why she's flashing this stuff up on the screen, but I have nothing to do with it. And then Alexa Bliss just comes out and says, yeah, I'm manipulating everyone. Would you enjoy that more than her being back with Bray Wyatt? Um, honestly, I would enjoy neither. <laughs> to me, that's a lose-lose scenario either way. But that's also very hopeful thinking from you, J.D., Expecting a Bray Wyatt segment to be coherent and straightforward. <laughs> Makes sense. It pans out, dude. Like we like people don't even know who Yeah, you know, this is just fucking dirt sheet shit. But they said that nobody knows who Uncle Howdy is. He don't even he take, take the crap the off. Backstage. Nothing. So uh-huh. Who knows? I I'm mean, I don't sure. think I don't like that that idea. I mean, I agree with Will. It's I think just... it's Shad Khan. <laughs> uh, we also got um, Solo Sokoa wrecking Elias in a Music City Street fight. Dude, yeah, that choke slam onto the piano. Things I won't do. <laughs> Solo Sokoa, man, that dude's. Built to be the future. He, he looks and acts and just feels like a badass. 
He looks just like his daddy, just smaller. Yeah, he does. Big oh. fan of Solo. Oh, I I think that the sky is the limit for him. I feel like he's going to... I don't think he's going to be like quite main event, multi-time world champion status, but I think he's going to be their next like upper mid-card gatekeeper monster. I feel like he's going to get that Umaga treatment to get him up to that world championship status, but never really hold it. You know, yeah. I feel like he'll, he could definitely be like a new Mark Henry for them where he just fucking wrecks some random dudes every week. Until they inevitably turn him into a fucking comedy character, because that's what they do with every monster they have. Now, to be fair, Vince McMahon is not in c- control and creative. Oh. That we know of. That we know of. Old habits die hard, though. Press X to doubt. <laughs> so, uh... 15 points for Will for the, the L.A. Noir reference. Austin Theory got himself a uh, win over Seth Rollins without... Uh, any hokey finishes. I mean, he That's cheated on his own and everything. Don't get me wrong, but uh, does it look like the rebuild of Austin Theory? You think we, do we think that's going well so far? No, because they're rebuilding Austin Theory. <laughs> oh God, God damn, Will. Gunshots, please. Damn, son. What is your what is your problem with Austin Theory? Uh, I'm just not a big fan of watching pedophiles wrestle. That's Whoa. just me. Almighty. Shit. Well. And Triple H seems to have forgotten, but I sure as fuck didn't. I don't even know what we speak of. What do you think about Sir or James Ellsworth then? Yeah. I know about that <laughs> God, fucking... I forgot about him. How could you not? I try to. I'm just glad he didn't win the WWE Championship. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I seriously thought it was a possibility there for. Looking minute. back, I'm glad he didn't. But in that moment during that match, I wanted it. I would. I hate you. It I was hate you so much. It was Santino in the Elimination Chamber all over again. <laughs> it, why do you hurt me, Will? <laughs> what do you mean? Santino's the greatest. Fuck off. I'm getting off this call right now. <laughs> you know who was even better? His sister, Santina. For fuck's sake. Santina was so much better. Alright, let's... Uh, I'm going to skip NXT because it's been unwatchable lately. And uh, go right down on to um, uh, Dynamite. I just have to ask you guys because... Beck and I sat down and watched this John Moxley Adam Page segment, and uh, Adam Page something said something about knocking his dick in the dick. dirt. That's the goofiest shit. Is is this a saying? Is this something people say? Yeah, it yes. definitely I, sounds why, like the "Ooh, you ruffled up the white boy." Now he's mad. Why is this something people say? I've heard my and dad. Can say. we can we kill them all for saying it? Well, it's like an old, old thing. Like it's been around for centuries, but it sounds so dumb. In in the reference that I heard my dad say it, it was we had a Rottweiler dog when I was little, and we'd put up like wire so he couldn't get an electrified fence, so he couldn't get out because we didn't want anything happening to him because he was a Rottweiler and people freak out. And when Dad put the hot wire up, and he was like, "I'll oh, let him go ahead and put his nose up," that shit will knock his dick in the dirt. And I was like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> <laughs> It's all, it's really all on how you fucking use it. Yeah. In that instance, it worked because, you know, for like a dog, he gets shot. I don't think he's it gonna worked drop. for, I don't think it worked with Adam Page, though, because he also sounded like a whiny millennial saying it. And I say that as a whiny millennial. It was, it was definitely something. I mean, the crowd in general online reactions seemed to be positive for it, but I thought it was goofy as fuck. I did too. I did too. It's almost like my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> um, moving on from that, because I don't like Hangman Adam Page. Same. Um, <laughs> the uh, tag team championship match between the, the dimes Page. that could have been drawn. 
<laughs> so many dimes could have been drawn. When I when I tell you I popped so fucking hard at that false finish with Jay getting the pin and then they gave us the visual. So I saw I saw within eyesight the promised lands that we have been trekking towards. Double J holding up championship gold. But then, no, Aubrey Edwards wants to restart the match because maybe someone cheated. So what? Did she talk like that? No, she was just yelling at the ref and at Jeff Jarrett. And then Jeff Jarrett tried to chest bump her out of the way so she couldn't snitch. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Oh, man. man. I'm so glad TNA's doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> so... Vince Russo sitting in the back wringing his hands going, bro, 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 that's some good shit, bro. So speaking of Vince Russo booking, um, MJF and Brian Danielson are going to meet in a match, but only after Brian Danielson has gone through, what was it, eight opponents? Uh, I don't think it's that many. It's But it's exactly every MJF fucking feud. Yeah. Maybe we were talking about this at work and how fun this is. Well, we were talking about how fun this is. I mean, Will, like, you're going to say this to the guy that genuinely enjoys wrestling people. So he's just like, okay, I would love to wrestle him. Well, and that was the <laughs> whole segment is him being yeah. like, you know, I'm going to make you jump through all these hoops and all this. And Danielson just sandbagging it and being like, all right, cool. And I love the evolution of this feud starting out with you nearly murdered my father figure. I'll stomp your fucking head into the earth to LOL your mom. <laughs> yeah, like, I really like the B-plus player storyline coming back. It's really cool. <laughs> it's it's quality, and now we get the stipulation of assuming Danielson can win it, which honestly, I hope he just whiffs it by first dynamite of it and eats an L. But I'm excited at the prospect of a 60-minute Iron Man match between Danielson and MJF. I think that would be a good match, yes. Well, Danielson's literally playing the part of Goku in this. It's like, you have to fight all these guys. It's like, okay, cool. I hope they're strong. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I get to wrestle more? Great. Uh, and last Yeah, because the hardest thing to do is get fucking screen time there in AEW. <laughs> right. Unless your name is uh, Darby Allen, like in our next match that we're going to talk about. Why did Little Dead Boy take down the King of Television? Why? It was because he was in his hometown. Who gives a fuck? Oh, shit. That when the, didn't the Acclaim win the fucking tag titles in their hometown, too? Yeah, they won them in New York at Arthur Ashe. Yeah, uh, that would like, have WWE. It was Everybody a decent belt match. Darby, Joe I don't care how good of a match it was. I care about the fact that they killed a fucking great Samoa Joe run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. for a cheap short-term pop. Fuck you. that. But you got to think also the King of Television also is doing a fucking TV show as well. So that's already that's wrapped filming though. Yeah, ago. but you got to think now you got fucking press that you got to do for the show hyping up. I mean. Yeah, well, so yes and no, but I honestly doubt Joe will be much of a presence for the press runs because he's just the physical actor for Sweet Tooth. Will Arnett is doing all the lines. Yeah, Will Arnett's the voice. Yeah, but no, I... I don't see Darby Allen doing these press pressers and being a believable champion and, and all this horse shit. I do agree it was for a short-term pop, which I thought was just whatever. I'd rather wipe my ass with a pine cone. But Come on, man. We're going to get the match with the fucking kid that's 17 and him for the title. Yes. So my favorite thing about all this was uh, – after the match ended, Sting came down to celebrate, and Becca and I were sitting on the couch watching this, and she looks over at me and she goes, oh, his daddy's here to celebrate, and I just <laughs> fucking died. Like, laughed so hard it hurt. <laughs> that's, that's a 
Jake's favorite wrestler. He told me. Sting? Oh, yeah. That is true. He told me just, he's been telling me all week at work. Mm-hmm. Sounds very Jake-like. Yeah. He told me his favorite match was with uh, Robocop. Did he tell you that, Will? Uh, he told me it was uh, whenever him and Jeff Jarrett won the tag belts. Okay. That actually happened? Oh, like, wait, no, real? that was with Luger. Well, here's a little fun fact about that, uh, him liking Sting. He wanted us to dress up as the Blade Runners one time, and I was like, nah, I'm good. That sounds like Jake. If there's one thing we know Jake for, it's to be a giant mark for Warrior and Sting. Sounds about right. Jake has dextrucity. <laughs> he told me that too. The fuck did I do to you guys? <laughs> oh my I hate God. you guys. Anyway, SmackDown. Um, hey, fuck Roman. Uh, so the show opened with Roman and the Bloodline. Of course it fucking did. Now, this promo between Roman and Sammy was perfect. The, this whole thread between Sammy and Roman on SmackDown was perfect. Well, the starting off with the screaming in his face about losing the match and calling a shot and then apologizing to him and saying that, you know, I need to control my anger. That is perfect gaslighting. Perfect gaslighting on display. And then uh, throughout the match between uh, Drew and Sheamus versus the Usos, the uh, the popcorn was my favorite through line in that match. Solid long-term storytelling. Because what makes, what makes everything better after a fight? Popcorn. Right. I was going to say, um, nerds, <laughs> rainbow nerds. It's it just, it was funny as fuck just seeing the popcorn there and then, you know, cutting back and here you are fucking Paul Heyman with both titles eating popcorn. Roman sitting here like intensely watching the fucking match, eating the popcorn and good shit. I love it. Jake, what'd you think about it? Was it like your favorite Sting match? <laughs> Did it have Robocop in it? You, you're trying to get a rise out of me, and you're not going to do it. Anyway. fucking do it. This I know how segment, to push your buttons. You're trying to do it. You're not going to do it. get it. This first segment with Roman gave us our uh, main event for Royal Rumble. Well, probably not the main event, but a WWE Championship match, Universal Championship match for... Royal Rumble between KO and Roman Reigns. I really enjoy their fucking... They work great together. They, they do. do. Their last man standing match that they had, I believe, at the last Rumble, actually, was so much fun. The fucking driving the golf cart and fucking hitting him. Oh, and the spot of Roman being handcuffed, and then he just like kind of drops his corpse off the stage to be in a standing position. Yeah. So I think this one will be good. Did they give it any kind of stipulation or gimmick, or is it just straight singles? Straight, straight singles as of right now. Also, Michael Cole gave us our first snippet about the pitch black match. It will be no rules, anything goes, when by pinfall or submission, but we still don't know anything else. I swear <laughs> if this match ends up just being a fucking street fight. In the dark. In the dark. Wrestling With the fucking bit. little flat, like the fucking stagehands holding fucking flashlights like they did on fucking SmackDown. That's what it's going to look like when they used to do that on a, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Where they'd like yes. those little. That's the big black match. And Only it's going to suck. It's going to suck for Kevin angles. Kelly, though, because he ain't going to get fucking 50,000 angles in fucking 30 seconds. Because you'll fucking give somebody epilepsy or some shit. Yeah, we can't have we can't be having that. That's insensitive. Is uh, it? I see what we you got there. We got everybody's favorite, uh, Charlotte, uh, cutting a babyface segment. Jesus Christ, that <laughs> cartwheel lariat looked like absolute dog shit. Well, it's Charlotte. He's surprised. Charlotte's not a fucking babyface. Let's be fucking real, dude. She looks like. Fucking, mm. I don't like her as a baby face. I don't. 
Not Charlotte uh, is Shane's Hill next week. Charlotte is Shane's Roman. Ricochet and Top Dollar worked a pretty garbage match, which was basically yeah, was a squash. Barn burner. Um, and then Hit Row turned heel afterwards. Surprise. I also thought oh, my God. No one saw that coming because it wasn't working out. Babyface. So let's just turn um, the fucking heel. <laughs> I don't Steve know that's isn't really blonde. Okay. <laughs> I figured out how to avoid child support payments. <laughs> okay. You can't tell me that motherfucker's blind in the way he fucking plays piano, all right? <laughs> he was like, fuck getting the milk. I'm just going to be blind. Whose fucking kids are these? Not mine. <laughs> Everyone, uh, you're welcome for that assist on that joke. <laughs> and next week, we will be getting uh, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens on SmackDown, as announced by Roman Reigns. Uh, do you I think honestly... This- yeah, no, I I can watch them fight forever. No pun intended. <laughs> do you think this is where we get the turn, or do you think it's a Royal Rumble after? I think it's going to be the Rumble coming? after. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to fuck up. It, I say he loses Friday again, and then he f- almost costs Roman the fucking belt at the Rumble, and that's when he's going to get the turn. Because why not? You're already at like the se- the second biggest event of the year. Yeah. And you're It'd you're be, wanting to make. I mean, it's WrestleMania season, so you got to build these stories. It'd be a good way to build the heat and break everyone's heart. Yeah. Especially if they're the main event, and you go off the air with that. Oh, maybe we get the great fucking Triple H fucking false finish into the show where you know the credits pop up and then all of a sudden I'm a sucker oh, that, for those. I really I'm oh, a sucker like I, I eat those it's up. so bad like I, I'm expecting it now. <laughs> like I'm watching I'll watch the end of the show and I'm like ah something's about to happen and then they're like uh here's a episode of fucking W Camp WWE and then it goes off. All right, everybody, we'll be uh, right back with you uh, after the break for a discussion on uh, the Bloodlines place in history. And we're back. Uh, We're going to talk about the Bloodlines place in history and uh, Roman's place on the the totem pole of title reigns. Now, Jake, you had been bitching for God knows how long about the Bloodline and Roman. So here's where you get to make your case that they are awful. Make your case. I, I don't know if it's even that they're fucking awful to me, honestly. Like, I've always disagreed with the fucking fact that that the fucking Usos have been rewarded even the, even with their past discrepancies. Like, I've always disagreed. I mean, that's mostly that. Jimmy. Oh, but, but still, like, it's, oh, you fucked up. Here's some belts, you know. And and here's a fucking decent push to go along with it. I've always disagreed with that. Like, I feel like that's very much a wrestling problem as a whole. Yeah, because you look at the guys that that's been like Orton's been that way. Fucking uh, the Usos have been that way. Like, and and here they got they fucking stripped Rob Van Dam of the title for the same shit. Yeah, and and. Flush down the toilet. That that whole everything they could have done with that after the fucking fact. But you know, like I digress. Uh, I, I think like my main issue with Roman's not necessarily Roman, because I mean he's not the one no. that's controlling the fucking push, right? It's not him. I mean it is. He's never been beaten. He's too powerful. Okay. Hello, Roman it, wins. It. It. it it's. It's. It's more the hard-on for the fucking Samoa dynasties, which yes. Trump fucking say. Yes, it's that, and it's like, a few years ago, they were they're booking him the same way they were booking him a few years ago, and the fucking internet hated him. They turned him heel, never everybody fucking likes him. I think it's more, I'm irritated with everyone being okay with him now, as opposed to a few years ago. It, it, it's like, I don't hate Metallica, but I hate Metallica fans. 
You know, it's, it's the Roman of a few always... years ago. The Roman of a few years ago is a lot different, though, than the Roman we're getting now. I don't Even... see it. No, no, no. I see the same plastic, boring promos, the same plastic, boring matches. His moves are all the same. I disagree with the fucking flying punch being a viable fucking finish. I hate him being booked on, on par with guys like fucking Dwayne and Austin and Brett and fucking even Hogan. Because at least Hogan, like, some of his promos were actually entertaining. Holy fuck, I put Hogan over. That's how much I dislike the way Roman is handled. And he may be a lovely guy. I don't fucking know. I just, I'm sick of fucking looking at it. I've... I've always been on the Roman fucking bandwagon, even when he was in the shield. And I've always said, and I'll stick by these words, he was always a heel, even in the shield. Because There's something inherently dislikable about him. He he doesn't look like a baby face. That's why he never got over his baby face. So let him be the fucking heel. And I said, when he becomes the heel. shit heel. Because people cheer for him. He no, they're cheering for the fucking bloodline. You get him mad to... over shit that's happened to us. The same shit. People are supposed to boo us, but they fucking loved us. You and can't get mad. How many times did I come back to the back after we went out there and people were cheering for us that I look at you and go, God damn it, they like us. Still. A crowd's going to do what a crowd wants to do. I just don't. Like, Sometimes it's okay to cheer for the fucking bad guy, because the bad guy in in any story, any origin story, always started out good, and then there was that fucking one pivotal turn. It's just like Dwayne. As much as you hate Dwayne, you know we got him out Rocky Maivia, and then nobody liked him. We're seeing the same thing. I don't hate Dwayne. I'm just saying. Nobody liked him as Rocky Maivia. And then one day he comes out and he cuts that fucking promo where he was like, fuck you guys. I'm the fucking rock now. Can I shock you? Go ahead. I liked Maivia. You liked Rocky Maivia? I did. As a oh, young that's the weirdest shit. As a You're... young Mark little boy, I fuck, I liked, I liked Rocky Maivia. I liked this shit in fucking... Uh, Nation of Domination. I like that shit. Yeah. But he had a I good mean, foil, though. It's pretty much the same thing with Roman. They tried to push him as the fucking babyface, and he had that rock moment, and now we have this new head of the table, Roman Reigns, and I think it's it's better. It's great. Because he he's does make a sell me on point. If you listen, if you actually go back and look at some of these promos he, where he's talking about being the head of the table and the family and the bloodline and all that stuff, he's right. He's right with everything he says. He's one of the you're best promos in wrestling right now. Well, you're never he's sell top me. of the fucking food chain, Jake. I mean, I know you hate it. I don't, I don't, you don't want to hear that, but he's the dude out here fucking moving merch, making deals. And, and drawing dimes. Yeah, drawing fucking dimes. Lots of fucking dimes. Millions of fucking dimes. You're never going to sell dimes. me. You're never going to sell me on him. And that, and you're entitled to that opinion, rather it's right or wrong. So, where do y'all think Bloodline as a whole, not just Roman, but the whole unit stacks up in the in the grand scheme of things. Greatest fucking tag team in the Usos. I think we're looking at one of the best factions of all time. Oh, yeah. As far as fucking money and shit? Yeah. As far as money goes, as far as I don't think, I don't know about that. I, I would I'd say they're going to be up there, but they ain't going to beat DX money. They ain't going to be NWO money. They're still making money off that. Well, uh, they're so, never going to touch NWO money. Okay, so that's true. In top three. We'd give them top three. I'd give them top three. Honestly, I would give them maybe number two. I feel like 
not in terms of money made, but in terms of story, I'd still put Evolution as number one. Oh, fuck yeah. Evolution's yeah. always going to be my favorite for reasons. I, I don't even know if, like, in terms of money that they even approach Bullet Club. Bullet Club is a solid number three for that. For money? For money. As far as, like, money. I'd say, would... I'd say you're probably right, because they were a fucking top seller on fucking... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For fucking almost a year. Yeah, on, and Bullet Club was one of the first like wrestling things I ever saw in like a hot topic. Yeah, come on. I don't think they're there, but I, I agree with Will as far as story. Because I mean, looking, you could look at the Bullet Club. What's their story? Uh, they're a fucking group of fucking dudes who fucking do what they want, and they change leader every fucking five years. Not very much story to that. But the whole story as a whole with Bloodline, and you can't not say that you, there's parts of this that you didn't enjoy. Sami Zayn's shit, they've made him a fucking Not that he wasn't a star already, but he's a bigger star than he was. They elevated Sami. Yeah. They elevated him to a whole nother level. He's up there now. He's just not going to be a fucking intercontinental champion. He's going to be a U.S. champion, too. Yeah. I'm just saying, out of the story, Roman and the Usos have elevated Sammy to not their level, but close enough. Well, and then with even less time, how they've elevated Solo. Yeah. Solo's a fucking... Being like, I mean, he had a little bit of traction going for him down in NXT, but mostly it was people being like, just y'all wait till he gets called up to the bloodline. But in the short time he's been on the main roster, they've already established him as a fucking monster. Well, let me pose this question Do you think in 20, 30 years' time that people will still? Clamor for them the way they are now, like they do with groups like the fucking Horsemen. Okay, or DX. Yes. Do you think there's going to be a 20th anniversary of the Bloodline on Raw? Well, you got there's something you got to think about too. How many people were watching wrestling when the Horsemen was around? How many people? Way were, more people than do now. When and it, uh, when DX was doing a thing, way you more got to compare that 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 audience to what the audience is now. That audience is vastly smaller. Now yeah. I guarantee you, all the kids today that are watching the bloodline are going to once they're like our age they're going to be talking about the bloodline the way people talk about i will tell you i agree with will my fucking son absolutely loves the bloodline like i bought he has bloodline merch when we went to SummerSlam. that was the things that he wanted like, and then if you go back and look at video packages, even when I was at SummerSlam going to shows, I don't know. It was mostly kids, young teens, and probably 25 to 30 who were doing the bloodline. And he's right. Like I said, kids love the bloodline. That's Roman Reigns. My son's loved Roman Reigns since he was in the Shield. You got to think there's other kids out there who loved Roman Reigns in the Shield. And so you're getting those kids from the Shield. Now they got Roman in this fucking cool faction. He's the fucking champ. He's the head of the table. He's this. He's that. I think there will be a fucking 20th anniversary of the Bloodline. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was at WrestleMania last year in texas just about every small child i saw was wearing some kind of bloodline merch and they have bloodline merch i'm talking fucking you can buy roman's fucking glove you can buy my son has a fucking hat at SummerSlam. the fucking whatever roman wears the fucking necklace they were handing that out with lights in it we got that those out for free but, Any kid had that shit. But with the, the vastly smaller wrestling audience now and the way people will gravitate away from wrestling, like it's, yeah, the, the kids. But how many of those kids are going to continue to watch wrestling to our age? 
You know what I mean? Cause there, there's so many people that you run into now that were like, oh, I used to watch wrestling when I was like 12. I don't fucking watch that shit anymore. You know, I grew up. And there's less of them watching it. So when they do gravitate away, is that pool still going to fucking be there? That, that, I think you know? so. Because wrestling happens in cycles. And I've talked about this and people can think I'm crazy or whatever. But when we were kid, we were getting Hogan's and the fucking warrior and all this fucking cartoony shit. As we progressed and grew older, we got the attitude error. As we got older and started having kids, we got the PG error. And now, since our kids have started to grow up, now wrestling's starting to mature for them. And it's just a fucking cycle that's going to happen. But this, the numbers just are not even the same, not even in the same area code, you know. You like, look at the thing. ratings that they were pulling in the 90s. You know, I, I, sevens, eights. Well, I to bring the- You're pulling ones now. But you also okay. got to think, who the fuck still pays for cable TV? Exactly. That's what I, that's what I was going to go to, Will. Like, there's different ways to be watching this now. YouTube. Yeah, they, they, they talk about their fucking views on YouTube and fucking all that stuff all the time. I mean, and they never really dis like Hulu is always tight lipped about viewerships and Peacock is roughly about the same way. And I'm assuming those two platforms are where they're getting a majority. Of- I watch I watch almost all my content on Hulu because it's condensed down to an hour and a half. All right. Then I will counter with, with this. How you remember back to the fucking the eighties and the nineties and shit? How many times you just see random wrestlers randomly pop up on late night talk shows or on television shows or in commercials and shit? How often you see that now? What do you mean? I still see the Car Shield Ric Flair commercials. Uh, I still Roman see does late night TV all the time. Yeah, but I say I see wrestlers on late night TV all the time. Look, watch Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has wrestlers fuck on Jimmy. all the fucking time. Yeah, but fuck Just Jimmy. the fucking last year, or two years ago, they had fucking Kofi, Triple H, Stephanie, uh, fucking, I think, Orton, you know, hyping up WrestleMania because it was in New York or wherever the fuck it was. Yeah, and now they've transitioned because late-night television is also very much a dying breed versus then. So now they just pop up where it's... A bit more culturally relevant like now. Good like, morning, America. WWE guys are on Sports Center just about every fucking day. And during fucking Raw, because I watch, I mean, Tyler probably can vouch for it too. There's always a fucking, there's a Grubhub commercial with fucking Bianca and Drew. Uh, there's a fucking Capital One or whatever the fucking knockoff is with Big E and Bianca. They're on that shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely on that. I mean, that's it's still just a, thing. a different landscape for it now, where it's not the ratings and who was on Johnny Carson. It's more. <laughs> well, I mean, he's right. Like as far as like the eras. Oh, and and fucking Roman is like a spokesperson for some energy drink. I think it's C four. He does a commercial for them. So I haven't seen that. Good for him. I just I, like it. It doesn't feel the 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 same. Like you'll see those documentaries and shit about the, the fucking old golden era, and it just it doesn't feel the 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 same. Like it doesn't feel as big. It's as because it did, our man. media landscape has changed so much in the last twenty years, man. Think there's about so what much, all the shit you can watch something on. There's so much more that wrestling has to compete with now for the general person's attention than there ever has been before. I mean, Love is Blind is on Netflix, okay? <laughs> All right. I still keep meaning to watch that. I've heard it's some quality garbage TV. Dude, that is the like best garbage did, television. They did uh, Netflix. They did that fucking Undertaker thing with the New Day where it was an interactive story. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I need to do that. I bet it's going to suck, but I want to try it out. <laughs> Shane is loving this episode. <laughs> I really do. I I like conversations like this. It's it's good to have a different perspective. It's even though he shits on it, he does bring up valid points and he does have good questions. And it's just the like I said, wrestling has changed so much in the last fucking twenty years. Hell look at the growth in the last five. 
Well, I've I've always been a proponent of the fact that that wrestling is probably the the single most like evolving type of sport there ever is. Because if you like go watch wrestling in the eighties and then go watch wrestling in the two thousands, and it's almost like watching two different things. You go back and watch football in the eighties and go watch football now. It's still the same game. You just same thing with baseball. It's still the same game. Wrestling is so different, like, and it it lends itself to be able to reinvent itself over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like, the the types of wrestlers that are super over are so different than they were twenty years ago. But the type of baseball players, type of football players, are still similar. Like, sure, there'll be that like those once in a lifetime type fucking guys in football, like Brady, or in baseball, like Otani or, or Aaron Judge or something like that. But but that see, and that right there is. The big difference between that is that comparing a football player to a wrestler, that's not really a good one for one because you fuck with sports athletes because of their ability and because they're on a team you like. With wrestlers, it's it's essentially like why kids don't think Spawn is as cool of a superhero now versus how right. big he was in the 90s. Yeah. They're cuz at the end of the day wrestlers are just glorified shitty superheroes. Yeah. And you've got and it's structured as such to where if something about a guy is not connecting with your audience, you can change him. If if somebody in football or baseball or hockey or basketball isn't registering with people, well he that he can't change the way he plays or he can't change his image. That fuckhead in UFC would beg to differ. Tyler, we're looking at you. Uh, Colby Covington. Colby Covington begs to oh, differ. Oh, yeah, that's that face. man was dead in the water and said, you know what? I'm going to become really right-wing to get heat. It got, he got it. Yeah, he fucking got it. But you got to also look at UFC and how much they've stolen from wrestling. As far so as as far as characters, like Conor McGregor is a fucking Vince McMahon. Conor McGregor is literally just an Attitude Era star. Yeah. yeah, he just copies those promos one for one. Like he's literally just a modernized Ric Flair. Exactly. Well, wasn't it wasn't it Cornette that said the thing that UFC promotes wrestling better than wrestling does? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true. I mean, he's right. I I really I mean just look at. The things that they've took from uh, wrestling, the mm. graphics, the presentation, the fucking characters. I mean, Nate Diaz is fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's all he is. Yeah. Well, and too, with like sports, so like there, there's concrete ways that you can compare one guy to another. There's not necessarily that in wrestling. Like you can't be like, oh, well, this guy's held more championships. The other guy's like, well. That maybe the conditions weren't right for that guy to be champion, or like, oh, this guy's won more matches than this guy. But it's just like yeah. wrestling's more like opinion based and circumstantial, whereas sports, you can be like, oh, well, this guy's fucking all time batting average better than this guy's. So you can yeah. kind of like, oh, he's greater than that guy, kind of thing. You can't really do that with wrestling. Well, see, um, well, um, there's only like one person you can kind of do that with in wrestling, and his name. Is Jeff Jarrett <laughs> with the TNA voiceover? Uh, he's been waiting to bust that out for you guys. By the way, <laughs> it was really uh, good. Think about how many other sports take away from wrestling, um, and think about we're the ones giving them championships belts when they do something big. They're not giving us fucking you know the Heisman or anything like that. Well, also, too, look at the people that are, like, purists about that sport that kind of roll their eyes about fucking getting wrestling in their shit, you know. Wrestling wishes it could draw the numbers that the fucking Super Bowl does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the World Yeah, but the fucking... But some shit that they're doing is drawing more numbers than fucking three sports combined. And they'll tell you that. Like, uh, well, geez, hell, fucking, uh... Lacrosse? No. What? Fucking lacrosse. I'm just saying. They're comparing uh, those sports. They're not comparing MLB, NFL, 
basketball. I might throw hockey in there or UFC. They're not throwing billiards. Throwing the, yeah, billiards. Snooker. Ball, volleyball. And I'm, I'm not sure. Nine ball. They're not, they they're not bad, except for cricket. It's confusing, but still. Competitive darts. Cricket's fantastic. Hey, dude. dude, competitive dart is awesome. We've got way away from Owen Reigns. Good. Jake succeeded in diverting the conversation well away from Roman Reigns. You're welcome. Not in all seriousness. I hope I've cleared up any misgivings I've had about it. And now that you, you, you see where I don't like Roman, you can see it from where I'm sitting, whether or not you agree with me or not. Like I said, um, you we had a- your opinion, rather it's right or wrong, that's it's on you. Well, that's the thing about opinions. They're not technically right or wrong, are they? Depends on who you ask. Or for fuck's sake. Depends on the <laughs> Let me have this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, uh, let us know if you think Jake is wrong, because he is. And uh... <laughs> What the fuck did I do to you guys today? I was in a good mood. Just rare. You're still in a good mood. Don't lie. Let me be the heel here. Get heat. I thought you didn't uh, want people giving you heat. Now you sound like that. No, I'm, I'm going to stop. We agree we were talking about, about that. sobriety like that. Gotcha. Uh, yes. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love heat. Give me all the heat. It's fucking cold out, man. I don't like running my fucking central heat and air. It keeps my thing, it keeps my bill low. Let's fucking. And I can't go get solar because I've rent. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to another freaking wrestling podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our debate about the bloodline. I'll uh, we'll be back in your feeds next week with some new great quality content. Not sure what it'll be yet, but uh, it'll be there. In the meantime, uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on the socials. Talk with us about some wrestling with us. Uh, Will is tweeting all about everything wrestling all the time. And uh, he'd be happy to have conversations with you on Twitter. Bring us follows! <laughs> <laughs>